Welcome to your week 10 HFFL podcast. Um, quite an exciting week. A couple shakeups in the standings. Um, a couple people getting a leg up. A couple people, you know, taking the downfall. Um, so we'll ro- hop right in into our segments here. Uh, stream of the week. Uh, I didn't see really anybody else besides the good news bears kicker um michael badgley with 16 points um you know really gives you a leg up whenever your kicker scores in double digits um you know it it picks up the slack for some of your you know the flexes of the world the tight ends the tight end carousel this year has been atrocious so anytime your kicker or your defense can put up some points here it's definitely huge um Badgley with a stud week, 16 points. Yeah, my stream of the week, I also had uh, had Badgley. It was funny because I drafted him, um, and then he was hurt forever. So I dropped him and then, you know, saw that he was back. And I said, hey, this guy's a pretty good kicker. So I picked him up. I dropped Mason Crosby. If I kept Mason Crosby, I would have lost. But, yeah, seeing him just sink field goal after field goal was awesome. And fun fact, he missed like a 43-yarder at the very end of the game. And if he made it, he would have had 20 points as a kicker, which would have been sick. But, uh, yeah, still very happy with 16, though, obviously. Yeah, moving on, my uh, my best start goes to Scott Robb here, Kittlecorn, uh, DK Metcalf. Uh, it was definitely a good week to own anybody on Seattle. They put up 40 points, um, spread the ball out pretty well. Um yeah, DK Metcalf had 28 points. Anytime you get 28 points from your flex, you're probably going to win, um, especially with the guys he has, Tyreek and, you know, Melvin's finally coming around. Deshaun Watson's 20-plus a game. Uh, you know, Edelman just consistent. Uh, and then George Kittle with 16 this week. Um, like I said, anytime your flex can put up, you know, close to 30, you're, you're probably going to win. My best start... Um, even though they lost, is Kenyon Drake for Steve Golia Sutton on the toilet. Um, I guess you could have went with Tariq Cohen there as your RB, as to fill in as an RB um, while Devonta Freeman was on the bye. You picked up Kenyon Drake. No one really expected him to pop off like he did, especially against San Francisco. Um, but, yeah, that was a great start. You got you off to, you know, almost a 30-point lead on a Thursday night, which is, you know, something that you always want to see. Um, didn't really work out in the end, but it was still a good start by you. Yeah, my best sit, I'm going to stay with Scott. Um, Deshaun Jackson, definitely the best sit of the week for me. Uh, one point, you know, he had, a, he had a reception early, and then he got hurt on that reception. Um, you know, if you, if you start him, you're probably not scoring 150. You're definitely not scoring 156 points. Uh, you're still winning. Uh, it doesn't change the outcome, but... Um, Definitely a great sit by you. I know we can never tell, you know, when injuries can occur. But, um, you know, you made the right choice there. My best sit, um, I'm going back to my team. I have Sony Michelle. Um, earlier in the week, I had him in my starting lineup, and then I, you know, just took him out for Jordan Howard. I wasn't really a big fan of them on the road in Baltimore. Um, no one really ran the ball well. He didn't have many attempts. He only had 18 yards. Um, but yeah, putting Jordan Howard in instead of him definitely saved my week. So that's my best sit. All right, here we go. Um, we're going to Andy Edwards here. What? The fighting round by. Disappointments? No, we're going to go with, uh, worst starts. <laughs> I'm going to say Andy's wide receivers for the third week in a row. Um, this kid doesn't learn. Uh, I don't know how you don't trade one of your running backs here. Um, you know, you've been burned by your receivers all year, starting from, you know, week two when A.B. got um, released. Um, you know, you just figure that, you know, as soon as he gets released, you probably want to make a move. Because, um, you know, I know you signed with the Patriots. You were hype. Uh, he had like 11 points his, his first week there, and then he was released again. Um, especially after that, you know he's not going to get signed, um, especially if the Patriots, of all people, drop him. Uh, usually, you know, 
the Patriots kind of turn people's careers around and uh, AB just, you know, worst, probably the worst draft pick of the year, Antonio Brown. Um, Like I said, man, just absolutely atrocious fantasy football managing out of you. Um, It probably can't get any worse. You started Danny Amendola and Demarius Thomas this week, who was cut by, like, four teams in, like, two years. Um, You know, it's just... It's just bad, man. Um, They said in our group chat that Andy actually declined giving up Marlon Mack for Marvin Jones and Cortland Sutton. That's... Two wide receivers, two. That's two wide wide receiver twos right there with upside. Mm-hmm. Um, you know it, and you're giving up your worst running back, who's your flex right now, for two wide receivers who would step in to your lineup and they would start, and you would have won this week and pretty much a must win week for you. Um, you know, Brian's not going to slow down. Um, I don't see you picking up your pace if you don't make a move. Uh, like I said, you know, the previous six weeks we've done these podcasts. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know what to say about you uh, other than you're just absolutely atrocious. But was that worst sit? Mm-hmm. No, or worst start. Worst start. Yeah, I mean, I had Andy's wide receivers as a disappointment, but I guess I'll just put them in my worst start, start category too. There's not really much to go off of Andy. Um, pretty much everything that Franco said is pretty much true. Um, you know, when your team, you know, Antonio Brown did, did screw you over a lot this year. Um, you know, but it's just difficult to see your team with Zeke, Leonard Fournette, and Marlon Mack sitting at four and five. And now, you know, the way the league was shook up a little bit this week when it comes to like that last playoff spot, um, it might be tough for you to sneak in, but, um, yeah, man, something has to be done here. The trade, when's the trade deadline? The fifteenth. So next week. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you still have you still have you know, like ten days. I mean, I'd make a move like now. <laughs> you gotta win this week, or you know it's gonna be real tough because you know you gotta play Brian again. Um, and you gotta play Scott too. And he's gotta play Scott. You know, and, you know I, Steve's team, Steve Goley's team. You know, he's getting hot. Yeah. Um. It, it's just you're gonna you're not gonna make the playoffs if you don't make a move. It's just not gonna happen. Uh, you can play matchups all you want. Demarius Thomas played fucking Miami. Uh, Danny Amendola, Amendola played Oakland. Playing matchups isn't gonna work. Um, my worst sit still staying with Andy. Uh, Mike Williams. If you start him, you win. Uh, you know, that just goes back to playing matchups. <laughs> I mean, you can't really play matchups with your receivers, how bad they are. I mean, Green Bay, pretty good defense, pretty average. Um, I'd say slightly above average, but, um, you know, they've been slipping as of late. Uh, they've been giving up some points here. Um, you know, Mike Williams is definitely a better option than Danny Amendola and Demaryius Thomas. Uh, I don't care really what you say, what matchups, you know. That's all I got, man. Um, my worst sit, even though we won, it didn't really affect it too much, was Damian Williams um, for the overalls. You know, he broke off what he had, 91-yard run. Um, Tyreek Hill caught him. Yeah, Tyreek Hill did <laughs> catch him. That was very impressive. But, you know, you still won, so it's not that big of a deal, but... You know, just with that whole Chiefs team, I think everyone on that team has the potential for, you know, an explosive play. They have a potential to win you a week. Um, so, I mean, it didn't bite you in the ass. Uh, Jalen Samuels had a decent game, uh, got most of his points receiving. Um, but I probably would have started Damian Williams over Jalen Samuels, or what's his name? Jalen Samuels, but, you know, you still won, but who cares? But I would have liked to see that 23.8 in the starting lineup. Would have would have given you a little bit more of a cushion when he knocked off Steve. Yeah, definitely some points for if you're, you know, hunting for a wild card spot here. I mean, every start matters for people that are, 
you know, in the hunt for a wild card. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll move on here. Um, we'll go to duds, and then we'll go to MVP. Uh, my dud, even though he had uh, pretty much 15 points, he had a 14.9, is Ezekiel Elliott against the Giants. You're just tearing Andy apart. <laughs> You're just tearing Andy apart. <laughs> like, Andy... I would say you deserved the win this week, but you didn't just because you just started those atrocious wide receivers. But man, man, oh man. Ezekiel Elliott, I mean, I think he had like 12 rushes in the first half for like 80-something yards. Mm -hmm. And then he didn't do anything. What really killed Andy was that long Amari Cooper touchdown. Yeah. That killed Andy. I mean, I mean he, he was third and twelve, a, but like even if they just what? if he gets tackled, like Zeke gets more carries and he wins. Yeah, he needed yeah. eight more yards to yeah. win. Um, yeah, and then that you needed two more catches out of your wide receivers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, man, it's just going back to your wide receivers, man. It's just it's bad. Um, it's borderline embarrassing. It is embarrassing. And then. Um, my other duds here, I got Steve Adams. Um, first time I mentioned you in, in the dud column probably this whole year. Uh, Allen Robinson and Stephon Diggs, they combined for 3.2 points. Um, they had pretty good matchups. Uh, Allen Robinson played Philly. Stephon Diggs played Kansas City. Uh, you can't really expect that from your wide receivers here. Uh, I know you moved Diggs, probably, you know, probably the... Worst trade of the year here. <sighs> I'm not even going to get started on that. But, yeah, I mean, you definitely expect more from those big-name receivers. Yeah, so duds for me. I had Aaron Jones for, for Craig. I mean, he obviously isn't going to get you 40 points a week, but you would like to see a little bit more than 3.4 um, out of a running back who's as good as him. You know, it almost cost you the week, but it didn't. You still won. Um, another one I have is Juju, yet again, for Ryan Schooley. Um, the Steelers just aren't using him at all. Um, you know, going back to where he was drafted, not only in our leagues, but I feel like in most leagues, he was he was a guy that a lot of people thought, you know, was going to have a great year, um, and he really hasn't. And then I'm going with Franco's again with Allen Robinson. Um, yeah, he had a great matchup. But I don't even think you can start Allen Robinson anymore just based on how Mitch bad. Mitch Trubisky is horrible. It's not even Mitch Trubisky. It's just like their whole offense. Like, I don't trust anyone on that offense. I don't trust Montgomery. I don't trust um, Allen Robinson. I don't trust anyone. Um, so I don't even know. You know, you, you traded away Diggs. So now you have Michael Thomas coming off the bye week. You'll have him for the rest of the way. But... Um, you know, you have Austin Eckler now. So I would even consider, you know, going Michael Thomas and John Brown as your wide receivers and putting Austin Eckler in the flex. Because I think Allen Robinson is, you know, he's a good receiver, but with the Bears right now, he's pretty much worthless. Uh, yeah, those are my disappointments. Yeah, MVP time, unfortunately. Uh, I got two MVPs this week, and they both went against me. Um, Russell Wilson... 52.9 points, Sai, and Tyler Lockett, 34.7 points. Um, you know, they combined for 87 points. Um, when, I, when everybody combines for 87 points on your team, if it's two guys, you better win. <laughs> um, I mean, Rush just been an absolute stud this year. He's got 22 touchdowns and one interception. Uh, Tyler Lockett's seen the ball more. I know uh, Tampa Bay... Definitely a great matchup, but I mean, he was projected like 13.4. Uh, he went 21 points over his projection. Uh, and it really won you this week. Those two guys won you this week. Um, they kind of bailed out the rest of your team aside from Josh Jacobs. Uh, but yeah, that's fantasy football. Yeah, my MVP's also Russ. I mean, he's, he's going to win the MVP if he keeps playing like that. Five touchdowns, that's, yeah, that's enough. MVP for sure. Moving on to our power rankings. Um, so I'll start again. 
Number 12 for me is the Sleepers. Uh, your record is enough said. 0-9. Oh uh, you just made the worst trade I've ever seen. Um, you gave up your best player and probably your second best player in Austin Eckler uh, up. Um, I mean, it doesn't get much worse for you here. Um, you might go winless. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think your team was that horrible. I thought it was just a luck thing. Um, but now it's just bad. Uh, you know, getting Le'Veon Bell, you got an MRI. People are saying it was precautionary. Uh, but it wouldn't surprise me, you know, if he gets another tweak. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if they just shut him down for the rest of the year and just say, let's go to next year. Um, number 11 for me is the overalls, despite the huge win over the leg day heroes. Um, you know, looking at your starting lineup here, uh, I know we just uh, finished a trade here, so you're getting Keenan Allen. Uh, definitely a boost for your wide receiver core. Now you got Devontae Adams and Keenan Allen. Um, it's just some running backs for me, man. It's just, you know, a running back carousel. On this team, you traded me Miles Sanders, so you don't even have him anymore. Um so you're roll, you're pretty much rolling with Adrian Peterson, Jalen Samuels, who's the handcuff to your James Conner and Damian Williams. Um, you know, if Damian comes around for you, it'll be huge. It'll definitely spark a run for you. You're sitting at three and six. If you went out, uh, there's a slight chance you can sneak into that last playoff spot. But even even then, it's it's looking unlikely for you. Uh, moving on at number ten, falling all the way to number ten this week. It's the fighting round by for me. Andy Edwards, I know you're sitting at four and five. Uh, you're definitely not out of it. It's just the receivers, man. You got some of the best running backs in football this year, but uh, the receivers, I, I touched on it already. I'm not going to say it again. It's just absolutely atrocious. It's embarrassing. Uh, just absolutely brutal management from you. Uh, I don't even got anything else to say about your team. Number nine, I got the Silver Bullets. Uh, your team went off the past couple weeks. You fell to three and six this week. Uh, again, for you, uh, it's going to be tough getting into the playoffs. If you even went out, it'll be seven and six. Uh, I just, you know, it's hard to string together uh, four straight wins. Uh, I know you're, we go into divisional matchups here uh, pretty soon after this week. But um, it's going to be tough. You're going to have to get lucky here. Number eight, I got something on the toilet. Steve Agolia, your team's getting hot. You're three, five, and one. You're definitely not out of it. That tie will probably help you. Um, if you want to get into that last playoff spot, if somebody starts sliding here, um, if these three and six teams, you know, if they lose one more game, they're pretty much out. Um, I think you're in the best position out of the losing teams uh, to make that wild card spot just because of that tie. Um, and then you're scoring points as well. I just think you gotta you got to still move on your receivers. Uh, for a running back, I know Kenyon Drake just went off, um, but David Johnson's coming back. You can't really trust Drake. Um, Duke Johnson had that 16-point game. You got De Devontae Freeman coming off his bye, but, you know, he's... I think he's just a 15-point ceiling guy. If he gives you 20 points, it's like, wow, where'd that come from? Um, I think you just got to make a move for a running back here. Number seven, I got the Stugatz Army. Uh, you're getting hot at the right time. You moved up to four and five. Um, you're definitely right there in the mix. Um, you know, Mark Ingram finally coming alive here. Mike Evans, just an absolute stud. Um your quarterback play, you're going to have to figure it out um, if you want to score some points here because, you know, Sam Darnold and Jared Goff, they're just not playing well. Um, it's not really going to do it for you. Uh, Marvin Jones Jr., if you're going to stick with those quarterbacks, he's going to have to put up these monster weeks like he, he did this week against Oakland. He had 23 points. Um, I like your running backs. Uh, David Montgomery showing some life here the past two weeks. Uh, two back-to-back 20-point -back games. I know he's on the bye. I think he's on the bye. The Bears are on a bye this week, I believe. 
But, um, yeah, I, I think you definitely have to make a move before the deadline. Uh, it's win-out mode for you. Because, you know, six losses, it's going to be pretty tough to make the playoffs here in the wild card spot. Um, and I know the division's still not out of, out of, out of, you know, too far in the distance here. Um, so you might get lucky and make a run. Uh, I could see you surprising people here, uh, moving forward. Number six, I got Kittlecorn. Your team is definitely getting hot. You're sitting at four, four and one, um, second in your division. Uh, Deshaun Watson, Melvin Gordon's getting hot here. Jamal Williams, you know, he's just putting up points. Tyreek Hill, absolute stud. Patrick Mahomes comes back. He's going to be even better. Julian Edelman is just consistent as hell. George Kittle's heating up here. That whole San Francisco offense is, you know, they're legit. Um, and then you got Sanu on your bench. Uh, he's he's an absolute stud in that Patriots offense. Uh, DK Metcalf is a boomer bust guy, but lately he's been booming. Um, so I can't really knock you for starting him there. Um, it definitely paid off for you this week. Um, Russ is playing absolutely in, insane out of his mind. Uh, so it's it's probably gonna it's probably gonna pay off more here. Uh, it's his rookie year, second half of the season. He's just an absolute monster. He's a freak of, of an athlete. Number five, uh, three through five here, or yeah, three through five is pretty much just a coin flip, in my opinion. Uh, Mark Ingram sitting at five and four here, uh, scored 158 points this week. I don't know. I just don't think that Russ is, you know, he's going to keep up this pace. I don't think he, he has another five touchdown game. Um, they definitely want to run the ball. If Chris Carson keeps fumbling, they're not going to be able to run the ball. Um, but, you know, Russ is just an absolute stud. Uh, Nick Chubb's stud. I know Kareem Hunt's coming back. He's going to have a role. So that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Josh Jacobs is an absolute stud as well. 25 points. He had like 30 carries this week. Um, and then Tyler Lockett. He's a wide receiver one right now. Uh he had 34 this week, and that's the ceiling that he has. He can win your weeks. Um, and that duo between Russ and Tyler Lockett, one long touchdown, and you're, and you're sitting pretty. Um, DJ Chark, you know, he's going to have better weeks, especially with Nick Foles coming back. Uh, Minshew Mania is over. Um, after, the, after the bye week this week, DJ, DJ Chark's going to keep producing here. He's going to give you more than five points. Uh, Michael Gallup, just a stud flex. Um you know, it's a coin flip between Shady and Damian Williams every week. Uh, and then Matt Breida has another running back for you on your bench. Number four, I got Adrian Peterson. Um, you're, you're definitely, you can even, there's an argument to be made that you can be anywhere from two to four here. Christian McCaffrey's just carrying the load for you here. Aaron Jones, man, there's just something about him that I don't like. It's, it, it seems like he's either scoring, you know, 30, 30 plus, or, you know, he's just giving you duds. Adam Thielen's just a, a, a big concern for me here. Uh, I know he re-injured his hamstring. Anytime you re-injure your hamstring, that's pretty worrisome. Um, Hunter Henry's just rock solid at tight end. He's one of the tight, better tight ends to have here moving forward. Um Latavius Murray's going to get st- still get some run here. You know, he he had two monster weeks without Alvin Kamara. Um, I think he deserves, you know, to keep getting some touches. Um, and then Tom Brady here, he's going to give you more than 15. Uh, I just have you at number four just because, you know, I think it's just Christian McCaffrey. And then you're kind of scraping the barrel here. I know you got Cooper Cup. He's an absolute stud. It's just the lack of depth on your team worries me. If somebody goes down, knock on wood, I hope it doesn't happen for you. But uh, you're in trouble. Number three, I got myself, the wine swagon. Uh, I think, you know, adding another running back from Austin uh, for the stretch run here. I know Miles Sanders has a a great schedule in the fantasy playoffs. He's got uh, the Giants twice and Washington. 
Uh, so he'll be a pretty solid flex. Uh, sucks giving up Keenan Allen because I thought he was going to be, you know, a wide receiver one all year. Uh, it's just five straight weeks that, you know, I couldn't look past it. And I know he's a streaky player. I know he'll string together, you know, a few 25-plus point games. And I know he's going to give me some dud weeks. It's just five straight weeks was just too much for me. I had to get rid of him. I had to move on. Uh, I added Emmanuel Sanders. I just love him in that 49ers offense. They want to give him the ball. They make it a priority. And then Devin Singletary stepping up here, getting the bulk of the workload in Buffalo. I think that remains the same. He went off 21 points. Um, Chris Carson, I got Alan Kamara coming back, and I still got Julio Jones coming back. Uh, they're just absolute studs. Um, number two, I got the Good News Bears. Uh, you know, you survived that Saquon injury. You're surviving that Mahomes injury. Um, and, you know, you had to because there's not much breathing room in our division. Uh, this this division can go three different ways. Um, it's still up for grabs. Uh, Steve proved to be beatable. Um, you know, it's fantasy football. Anything can happen. Uh, you got two wide receiver ones and Kenny Galladay and Amari Cooper. You got Saquon. Mahomes is coming back soon. Um, you know, you still got Sony Michelle on your bench. Brandon Cook's coming back probably for the fantasy playoffs. Uh, I know they said there's no timetable, but he'll be back. Um, Jordan Howard just playing like a stud. Uh, that Philly offensive line is just dominating people. They want to run the ball. That's how they're winning ball games. And then Tyrell Williams is a great flex. Dallas Goddard is playing well. Uh, Jared Cook coming back off that injury and off the bye. So you're sitting pretty here at 7-2. and two. Number one, I got the leg day heroes. Uh, despite the loss, you know, you had it. You had a terrible week for your standards. You still scored, you know, 92 points. Uh, 92 points isn't good, uh, but it's not bad considering your wide receivers combined for 3.2 points. Um, you know, that Patriots defense, uh, they're going to struggle a little bit here. They got, you know, that tough schedule coming up. Um, they're playing good offenses now. Uh, I, I don't expect them to score, you know, 20 points a week anymore. Uh, Lamar Jackson proved to be, you know, matchup proof, 30 and a half points against that defense. Then you got Michael Thomas coming back off a bye. Carlos Hyde is playing well. Golden, I know you traded Golden Tate, but you got David Johnson. Um, so you got Dalvin Cook and David Johnson now. Um, you know, it. it's just you're without question the number one team in the league right now. All right, boys. Number 12 for me is still the Bill Cosby sleepers. Once again, sorry, Matt Camera. Um, you know, it is what it is at this point. I hope you don't go winless. Um, you never want to go 0-13. Hope you go 1-12. I had a 1-12 season once, Camera. It's okay. It gets easier. <laughs> it gets easier. But I hope you sneak out a win here in the last four weeks. Um, number 11 for me um, is Austin Hoffman and the, and the overalls. Um, me and Frank would thank you for knocking off Steve. Um, you know, your team just showed up a little bit more than Steve's did. Um, you know, no Emmanuel Sanders now. You're hoping, you know, Devontae Adams gets back on track. I know, uh, Green Bay had an absolutely terrible week against the Chargers. Um, but there's just a lot of question marks still with everything. Um, especially your running back. So that's why you're still number 11 for me. Number 10, sorry to do this to you, Ryan Schooley, but you're back down in the double digits for me. Um, you know, we thought that Odell trade was going to help you out. It really didn't. Juju is, you know, not himself. Um, you know, Joe Mixon's coming off a of bye week, but the Cincinnati Bengals are fucking terrible. Um, so I don't see any improvement out of him. Um, your only bright spot right now is Darren Waller and Derrick Henry. Um, but, yeah, man, you're going to have to have to go 7-6 and six and, you know, say a couple prayers to sneak into the playoffs here. Um, number nine, my dear friend, Stephen Agolia, Sutton on the toilet. Um, we had a great game this week. Came out a little bit on top. Um, 
I'm checking my math here. You're not mathematically out yet. I shot the gun a little bit early, but don't make me come to your house, Steve. <laughs> Just let it happen. We shook hands. Everyone saw it. That's binding. I don't want to take you to court over this, Steve, but a bet is a bet. Um, but, you know, still going off that, I I like I like your team. Um, you know, you have a tough week right here with uh, Duke Johnson and DeAndre Hopkins on a bye. Um, you know, Kenyon Drake, I don't think he's going to have another week like that. Is David Johnson coming back? Is yeah. he officially back? Yeah. So, you know, that was a good one week out of Kenyon Drake. It was a shame he couldn't snag you a win. Um, you know, hoping that Travis Kelsey, you know, sees an uptick in performance here with Pat Mahomes coming back this week. Um, but you're number nine. Number eight, I have the fighting round by. Um, yeah, I'm not going to go over it yet again. Your wide receivers are trash, and that's it. Uh, number seven, I have the Stugatz Army. Um, you were down at number 10 or 11 for me last week. Um, but, man, when your team comes alive, you score a ton of fucking points. Um, you know, I love Mike Evans. I love Mark Ingram. Um, AJ Green is, you know, supposed to be playing this week, so that's always a boost for you. Um, you have really good depth as well. Um, you know, I wouldn't really, you know, I would prefer to see Tem Tevin Coleman in the lineup over David Montgomery again. You know, I'm not going to go over my rant again on the Bears. Um, but yes, uh, you still have a shot here, Kyle O'Byrne. You need to rattle off a couple more wins. Um, number six for me is Kittlecorn. Um, you know, this is now the team that you drafted and you're winning games. You know, you have Todd Gurley in your flex, who's projected 14. Um, Melvin Gordon, you know, is back to playing like Melvin Gordon. Tyreek Hill is just going to get even better. Um, going with two Kansas City wide receivers this week. I know you have some buys that you're dealing with, and Deshaun Jackson going on the IR. Um, Kareem Hunt is also projected some points. So he's he's back this week too, yep. Kareem Hunt. He's back. Yeah, so I don't know what that's going to be like with, uh, you know, Nick Chubb over in Cleveland. I guess take a week or two to see. Um, you know, and Aaron Rodgers, I expect him to have a bounce back week. Number six, I have, oh, that was my number six. Number five, I have Mark Ingram. Um, yeah, it's just a dangerous team with Russell Wilson playing like he is and Tyler Lockett being on the receiving end of pretty much all of it. Um, you have another added boost here with Austin Hooper coming off of the bye. Uh, Matt Breed is a great flex. Um, you no longer have three defenses on your team, which is good. And you have, you know, some pretty okay depth here. Um, but yeah, Bri, I like your team for the playoff run here. Number four, I have the Wentz Wagon. Um, Kamara and Julio Jones coming off a of bye week. Um, and they're good for the long run here. Jameis Winston, you know, he's just going to air the ball out regardless of how he's playing. So that's always good out of your quarterback position. But, um, you know, this team, I think, is going to start putting up a lot of points. You know, it's been kind of like an up-and-down season for you, Frankie. Putting up a lot of points, and you had your weeks where you put up, like, right around 90. Yep. Um, so hopefully you get a little bit more consistent here and start getting, you know, closer to the 120s week in and week out. Number three, I have Adrian Peterson. Um, you know, sometimes you just get those weeks where one player wins you the week, and it's, you know, Christian McCaffrey. He's by far, you know, if he doesn't win the MVP, or if Russ doesn't win the MVP, then, you know, Christian Christian McCaffrey definitely should. Christian McCaffrey is the fantasy MVP right now. Yeah, he's without doubt. He is absolutely unbelievable. Just looking at you know his weeks, it's like week one thirty eight, then he had thirty. Week three twenty nine. Week four forty nine. Week five thirty. Week eight and forty. Week nine. It's just an automatic thirty points. Yeah, <laughs> he's you know they proved that they still give him the ball when they're down a lot like they were. Um, against San Francisco, and I think he had a pretty slow start in the first half of this week, but then he just kind of turned it on. and yeah, that 40-yard touchdown. Yeah, man. put up put up 40 for you. Um, Tom Brady's on a bye. I guess, you know, you have no choice with the stream of quarterback. Um, but when he comes back off the bye and, you know, your team's back at full strength, you have Cooper Cup back now, um, you know, watch out for the Adrian Petersons. Number two, I have myself um, – you know, I'm happy that Pat Mahomes is back. At the same time, I'm not because whenever Saquon and Pat Mahomes are in the same 
in, in my lineup at the same time. One of them ends up getting hurt. Um, but hey, I am listening to trade offers for, for Pat Mahomes. Someone step up. I know a couple of you guys would like to have a Pat Mahomes as your quarterback who are trying to make it into the playoffs. Hit my phone up. He's definitely up for grabs. Um, you know, Saquon Barkley, you know, some people are worrying about him. I'm not worried. He missed three weeks. Um, I'm sure his ankle, you know, isn't 100% yet. Uh, he definitely came back early. But I look for him to, you know, step it up and start finding the end zone a little bit more. It's just that Giants offensive line is fucking terrible. He should have had two touchdowns in the first quarter against yep. Dallas. Um, but he got stuffed on the goal line twice. Not his fault. It's just the fact that their offensive line can't pick up a block. Um, well, my wide receivers, um, if I move Pat Mahomes, I'm definitely going to, you know, try and get a little bit more depth on my bench and then, you know, one more good guy in my starting lineup. I'm fine with that. Matt Stafford, Kenny Galladay connection going down the stretch. Um, but I'm coming for that ass, Steve. Coming for that ass. So number one, obviously, the Leg Day Heroes. Had a tough couple uh, bye weeks, uh, especially last week. He had some guys out. And then, you know, you just flip that coin with Lamar Jackson sitting uh, him and starting the Pats defense. I don't think it would have made much of a difference um, because Kirk Cousins almost put up the same amount of points as him. Um, but, yeah, just going back on that Allen Robinson, that's my one question mark. It's not even not even me questioning his talent. It's just me questioning the Bears. Um but having Dalvin Cook and David Johnson, those guys are going to give you a ton of points. So you're still number one for me, Steve, for now. But I'm coming for that ass. Looking forward to our matchup next week. <laughs> yeah, we'll move on to our, our picks here for next week. Uh, first off, we got Sutton on the toilet sitting at 3-5-1 versus the Wentzwagon sitting at 6-3. Um, you know, looking at matchups here, Phillip Rivers has a juicy matchup against Oakland. Uh, Oakland definitely plays better at home. Um, so, you know, 25 out of Rivers on Thursday night, you're pretty happy. Um, Devontae Freeman against New Orleans. New Orleans defense has been playing very well. Um, you know, I expect um, New Orleans to just absolutely blow them out. Um, it's tough to play in the Dome. Definitely tough to play in the Dome. Uh, this game was not in New Orleans. I would like to match up a little bit better. It's just, you know, whoever goes in the Dome just does not come out successful. Uh, it's very rare. Uh, Kenny Drake, I'm not sure what to expect out of him. Uh, Chris Godwin has a very good matchup against Arizona. Uh, he'll bounce back from last week. Uh, Curtis Samuel, who's in your starting lineup right now, because uh, Hop and Cortland Sutton are on a pie, uh, so you don't really have a choice there. Uh, Travis Kelsey plays a tough Tennessee defense, and then you got your defense playing Miami. Um, you know, defenses tend to go off against me, so I wouldn't be surprised if they give you 20 there. Um, looking at my, my matchups here, I got a nice matchup against for Jameis against Arizona, but you never know with Jameis. Um, you know, knowing him, uh, this is probably his best matchup of the year. This will probably be his dud. Uh, hope not, knock on wood. Alvin Kamara coming back is a huge boost for me. He plays Atlanta. Atlanta is definitely very soft on defense. Uh, you got Chris Carson against San Francisco. That's probably my toughest matchup this week. Uh, but it looks like you can run on them a little bit. So hopefully, you know, it happens. Julio Jones against New Orleans. Uh, I think that'll be the deciding factor here in this matchup against, uh, against Steve here. Um, you know, Lattimore is going to be on him. It's tough to go in the dome and produce. Like I said, uh, Singletary definitely has a nice matchup against Cleveland. Buffalo should win that game. They should be in positive game scripts. Um, and he proved to handle the workload pretty nice last week. Uh, I don't have a defense in there or a tight end. We'll see what I get off waivers. Um, I got myself here. I'll give myself seven and a half. Yeah, I think it's going to be going to be a good one. I think what you said about Julio Jones definitely plays here um, if he can show up in the Dome. Um, seven, would you say seven and a half? Seven and a half. Yeah, I think that's right around there. I, I would say anywhere between five and seven is a fair place to put this one. Next up, we got the overalls versus the Kittle Corn. Um, you know, Jacoby Brissett, they said he should be okay. Uh, he's got that 
great matchup against Miami. Uh, the Colts should blow them out. Uh, you're you're probably expecting at least two touchdown passes here, and you know twenty two points. Uh, it should happen, but who knows if he even plays. Uh, you got Damian Williams, Jalen Samuels in your running back spots. Um, you know, they're playing well right now, so I can't really blame you. Um, you got Devontae Adams against Carolina. Carolina is definitely beatable in the secondary. And then you got Keenan Allen against Oakland now um, after our trade. Um, definitely a boost for you there. Uh, Christian Kirk has a good matchup against Tampa Bay. Um, and then over to Kittlecorn here. Aaron Rodgers against Carolina. Um, all of a sudden, you're hoping Devontae Adams catches all of Aaron Rodgers' touchdown passes. Um, Melvin Gordon's got a great matchup against Oakland. Uh, Jamal Williams still in your lineup. Todd Gurley's in your flex against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's a tough team to play, man. That defense is pretty good. Tyree Kill goes against that Tennessee defense. who's pretty tough, but Pat Mahomes is back this week. Tyreek will be fine. Uh, and then you got Sammy Watkins starting as well. Uh, you're starting two Chiefs receivers. Um, you know, if they go off this week, it'll benefit you. If they don't, it's definitely going to kill you. Um, this game's going to be closer than expected, I think. Um, I still got Kittlecorn by by four and a half. Uh, so I just forgot to mention, sorry, Austin, for the bold prediction last week. It definitely did not come true. It definitely did not come true. <laughs> uh, you actually beat Steve, so uh, thank you for that. The 100-point spread was not... Was not even close there. That's why they call it bold prediction, man. Yeah, it was a hot. <laughs> it was a hot take. Um, yeah, I. I don't know, Austin. You can It's it's how football works. You have a really good week against a really good team. That I'm not saying Scott's team isn't really good, but after you have that, you know, you beat the top team in the league. Your team, you know, football says your team declines a little bit. <laughs> so I'm I'm going with Kittlecorn. I'm giving Kittlecorn ten points. Next up, we got Mark Ingram versus Adrian Peterson. This is a huge game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to label this as the game of the week. Uh, you know, Craig sitting at 7-2. and two, You're sitting pretty. Um, who else is in Craig's division here? Can you type for me real quick? Craig has uh, Schooley, Kylo Byrne, and Austin. Yeah, I mean, Kylo Byrne's getting hot, man. Um, if you drop a second straight week and O'Byrne wins... I think he's what two games behind. He'll be five and five. Craig will be seven and three. Um, going into the divisional last three weeks, um, Brian, you definitely want to win here um, to six move to four six and four. A whole lot better than five and five. Yeah, I mean, just to create some space for you in that division. Um, you know, Russell Wilson has a tough matchup against San Francisco. Um, Nick Chubb has a tough matchup against Buffalo. Uh, Josh Jacobs has a good matchup against the Chargers. Tyler Lockett against San Francisco. Gallup against Minnesota. Hooper in the Dome. Uh, Breida against Seattle is a, a pretty good matchup. Uh, Brian, you got some tough matchups to overcome here. Craiger, don't know what you're going to do at quarterback yet. Um, you got Brady on the bye. We'll see who you pick up or if you make a move maybe. Um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, McCaffrey just, you know, he's going to give you 30 points. Um, Aaron Jones uh, plays Carolina. Uh, 430 game, so maybe he'll he'll go off. Uh, he tends to go off in prime time. 430 is not really prime time, but um, it'll probably be, you know, a watch, a watch game here. Uh, Cooper Cup against Pittsburgh, tough matchup. Tyler Boyd against Baltimore, that's, that's a pretty decent matchup there. Henry against Oakland. Another good matchup, and Murray will probably get a touchdown here against Atlanta because they're going to put up like they're going to put up like fifty points. New Orleans, you think? Yeah, in the dome against Atlanta. Atlanta's defense is atrocious. Um, I don't think that that game's going to going to be close at all. Um, yeah, I mean this is this is the battle of the tough matchups this week. Uh, I still lean Craig's way here. Um, just based off of lineups and matchups, I'll give Craig uh, five and a half. Yeah, this is this is going to be a close one, especially with Tom Brady on the bye. Adam Thielen probably not going to play Sunday night against Dallas. Um, you know, I still 
you know, it's just the fact that, you know, Christian McCaffrey's still going to give you a ton of points, and then Aaron Jones can pop off for 40 again, and then you're at 100 points right there between those two pretty much. Yeah. Um, I'd give it, I'd give Craig three points here. Oh, the checky three point mm-hmm. spread. Yeah, you need a field goal. <laughs> Uh, next up, we got the fighting round by versus the Bill Cosby sleepers. Andy, you need to win here. If you lose this game, and you give Matt Cameron his first win, this is where it could happen. This is definitely where it could happen. You know, Zeke plays Minnesota. Matt Ryan's in the dome, still questionable, coming off that injury. Uh, I know Mark Mack plays Miami, so he'll probably pop off. You're without Fournette this week. Um, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for you. Um, camera, you're hoping Left Bell plays this week. Um, you're hoping Diggs pops off against the Cowboys. Um, you're hoping for a lot of things to happen here. I don't even know where to go with this game, but you know, I gotta think that Andy pulls this one out. Yeah, I gotta think that Andy goes to five and five. I gotta think that Andy finally learns and he makes a move here for a wide receiver. Uh, for the stretch run here, I'll go Andy uh, by six and a half. Um, yeah, I would have to agree with that. It's like six and a half, seven and a half points here for Andy. I agree. Moving on, we got the Good News Bears versus Silver Bullets. Um, Mahomes coming back. Uh, Saquon playing the Jets. Amari playing Minnesota. Uh, Kenny Galladay is playing Chicago. Chicago is not on the bye to answer my own question. Um, at Chicago, um, you know, Kenny Galladay's matchup proof at this point. Uh, Tyrell, good matchup against the Chargers. Jared Cook, great matchup against Atlanta. Uh, then your defense plays the Giants. Uh, not sure who you're going to start in your RB2 spot. Uh, it's left empty for now, uh, but you got some options here. Actually, no, you don't. No, nope. <laughs> I'm going to have to stream a running back this week, and the Jets' defense will definitely not be in my lineup. <laughs> Yeah, and then you're going Waiting against... on some waivers here. Waiting for tomorrow morning to see who I get. And then you're going against Dak against Minnesota. Derrick Henry against Kansas City, which, you know, you beat Kansas City through the run game, time of possession. So that can be a dangerous spot there. Um, Joe Mix against Baltimore. Probably going to be some points there. I know uh, they're probably going to lean on the run a little bit here. They're making a quarterback change. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Juju plays the Rams. Uh, he'll probably draw Jalen Ramsey the whole game, so... Uh, he's borderline unstartable this week, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got Odell against Buffalo. Not sure how it's going to play out. And then you got the good matchup again with Waller against the Chargers. Uh, I got to go to Good News Bears here. Um, you scored 100 points every week but one. Um, your team's going to produce here, even with that you know question mark at RB2. Um, I go Good News Bears, 11 and a half. Yeah, Schoolie, I guess this is it for your season, man. Um, you know, I think it's going to be another another good game. Um, you know, I'm really worried about Derrick Henry against Kansas City. You know, obviously what Franco said, you beat Kansas City by running the ball down their throats and keeping that offense off the field. Um, you know, Tennessee is either going to be, you know, the bad Tennessee Titans team or the good Tennessee Titans team. So I guess it really depends on that. You can usually tell, you know. That game's going to be an absolute blowout or it's going to be a three-point game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'd give, I'd give myself a touchdown. Yeah, moving on here. Uh, last last game here. Stu got to Army versus Leg Day Heroes. Definitely in the running for game of the week, but not quite there. Um, you know, we got Kyle O'Byrne here without um, – are you without? You're not without anybody. You get AJ Green back. That's huge. You're with Mike Evans against Arizona. He's going to pop the fuck off. Uh, Mark Ingram against Cincinnati. He's going to pop the fuck off. Well, he should. Um, Jared Goff against Pittsburgh. Tough matchup, but I think he'll throw at least two. Um, this matchup is pretty going to be, pretty much going to be, you know, if Mark Ingram can get it in the end zone and Lamar Jackson. Uh, it's a blowout early, and uh, he's not throwing much. He's not running the ball much to protect himself. Dalvin against Dallas. It's an okay matchup. Sunday night, going to be a great game. Michael Thomas against Atlanta, just a great matchup. Uh, you traded Diggs. 
Uh, you're getting uh, David Johnson back, or you're getting David Johnson here as the addition. You got John Brown in your flex against Cleveland. Allen Robinson, good matchup against Detroit, but Trubisky sucks, so you never know. Um, and then the Pats D is on a bye, which is a pretty big hit for you. Um, I still go leg day heroes here. Uh, I gotta give them. I gotta give them ten. Yeah, um, you know, it says a lot about a team when there's two slots that aren't filled and they're they're only projected to lose by seven points. Yeah, it says a lot about a team. Um, I'm definitely going to go leg day heroes here. I think it's close. I think it's close. I'm going to give. Uh, Steven Adams, five and a half points. Fair enough. Um, yeah, anything else you want to talk about here? Um, no, man, the season's almost over already. I feel like draft night was, was yesterday. Was literally yesterday. Um, we're officially in double-digit weeks. It's such a shame, yeah, man. Yeah, it's fucking, it's, it's fucking terrible. Football Fantasy flies football. by. Yeah, it's, it's horrible because, you know, the Giants are pretty much out of it. So, you know... Whenever my fantasy football season ends, that's pretty much when I stop watching football until the, <laughs> until the Super Bowl. I'll watch the Super Bowl, and then, you know, that's it. So, uh, you know, another season is coming and going, boys. Um, you know, those teams that need wins, this is the week that, you know, you really need to get them, especially those teams that, you know, are now, you know, 4-4-1 four, four and one and 4-5. Four four and five. Five, yeah. Even a couple of the, you know, Brian Bouchon at 5-4. and four. It's not a must-win week, but... You know, especially with Scott Robb's team, you know, getting hot here and having his guys come back, you definitely want to uh, improve to six and four rather than fall to five and five and have him gain gain another, you know, game on you if he wins this week. So I think that's a super interesting division. I'm pretty sure a couple people can uh, clinch playoff first here. Yeah, I feel like if you go eight and two, or uh, mathematically though, I mean, Steve can clinch one, you can clinch one, and the wild card. Uh huh. Because the wild card right now, uh, we'll check here. Uh, this loads quickly. Um, we'll go to playoff bracket right now. Um, yeah, number six right now is four, four, and one. Uh, if he goes, if he, even if he does go five and four and one, um, you know, eight and two, eight wins right there. Um, yeah, that pretty much clinches your berth. Um, and then, you know, even, you know, all of us pretty much, besides me, I probably need one more win. Um, if I win this week, uh, which is definitely not a given, uh, ends if you win, you're probably in, uh, you know, because the points four is just a pretty big difference for yeah. you and Steve here. I think I got the fourth most points four in the league. Um, yeah, I mean, a couple teams can definitely clinch here mathematically. Even Craig at, at seven and two, mm-hmm. but yeah, that just about does it. Uh, good luck to all of you. Hopefully, everybody stays healthy. Hopefully, no big injuries here. Um, heading into the divisional matchups here for the last three matchups of the regular season. Um, good luck to all. Uh, stay healthy. Commish out.